0: What do we have here? Yeah, here I thought we were special.
1: Fellas, this here's Bagman.
0: Hangman. Whatever. What the hell kind of mission is this? Everyone here is the best there is. Who the hell are they going to get to teach us?
1: Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice. You are here at the request of Admiral Kazanski, a.k.a. Iceman. He seems to think that you have something left to offer the Navy. What that is, I can't imagine. With all due respect, sir, I'm not a teacher. just want to manage the expectations. What the hell? Good morning, aviators. This is your captain speaking. And we're off. Hello, welcome to this What do you want to podcast for Top Gun Maverick? I'm Ashley Hopelin and joining me in the danger zone. do blight.
0: Taking it to the limit.
1: Absolutely. Getting all the G's here.
0: <laughs> I'm a true G.
1: True G. Uh, alright. So, Top Gun Maverick, the sequel to the 1986 film Top Gun. In cinemas now. Uh, we just come back from seeing Advanced screenings. So, yeah. Please be aware, we'll be freely discussing anything and everything about the plot themes in any other movie. So, if you haven't watched it, come back later. Of course, it's going to be playing everywhere. Everywhere. Even Tasmania. Uh, With that said, let's jump to our discussion of... Top Gun Maverick. Directed by Joseph Kaczynski. Screenplay by Aaron Kruger. Eric Warren Singer. Christopher McQuarrie. Story by... Peter Craig, Justin Marks, based on characters by Jim Cash and Jack Epps Jr. Starring Tom Cruise, Miles Teller, Jennifer Connelly, John Hamm, Glenn Powell, Lewis Pullman, Ed Harris, and Val Kilmer. After more than 30 years of service as one of the Navy's top aviators, Pete Maverick Mitchell is where he belongs, pushing the envelope as a courageous test pilot and dodging the advancement in rank that would ground him. When he finds himself training a detachment of Top Gun graduates for a specialised mission, likes of which no pilot has ever seen, Maverick encounters Lieutenant Bradley Bradshaw, callsign Rooster, the son of Maverick's late friend and radar intercept officer, Lieutenant Nick Bradshaw, aka Goose. Facing an uncertain future and confronting the ghosts of his past, Maverick is drawn into a confrontation with his own deepest fears, culminating in a mission that demands the ultimate sacrifice from those who will be chosen to fly it. Uh, Dylan, you have been uh, declared a Top Gun hater, we did discuss <laughs> our thoughts on the previous film on a spoiler cast that you can find on the Watergate Watch feed. Uh, so, what did you think of Top Gun Maverick?
0: Just to clarify, I don't hate Top Gun. <laughs> I just think it's okay. It's, it's not my cup of tea. <laughs> Let me do my. <laughs> what did the British say? It's not my cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> Still one of my favourite Oscar interviews. Uh, Top Gun Maverick is really fucking good, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Top Gun Maverick is tenfold better than the original film. Um, it is It improves on literally every element of the first film. It manages to carry the, the torch of the first film and those characters in a way that doesn't feel like uh, a lot of legacy sequels do. Um, it honours the characters in nice ways, it plays homages in nice ways, um, but still it moves uh, moves forward. It has new casters, new elements. Of course, the main character is Maverick, it's literally in the title, so that's fine, and the film does focus primarily on Maverick, so my one sort of negative for the film is that a lo- nearly every other character bar Ma- Maverick gets not so much to do. I think the core cast is fine, fun, like at times, for mm-hmm. what they are. I don't think it's a huge negative, but it is the one negative I'll, I'll, I'll get out of the way, is that the film is Maverick, It's, but it's the title. So um, that's fine. Um, but yeah, I was a lot more engaged in the story and characters here than I was in the first one. I think I like, I didn't cry, but like I got a little bit like hit up twice, I think. So that shows a lot more connection to um, characters at which the, I didn't care really about anyone in the first film. Um, I think it's... A, and then on the the flip side of things, the stuff I the, the reason I wanted to watch this movie, which was the the action and everything, it is a disservice if you don't go see this in the cinema. If you watch this on your TV for the first time, you are gonna regret never going to the cinema to have watched this. Um, I feel like this is the sort of movie you're that you're listening you, back to this movie. Yeah. This, this is the sort yeah, well, it's probably not it. the best. I feel like I should tweet this and that that's probably, that, that, maybe I will tweet that because that sort of summarizes my feelings. I feel like this is the type of this movie. If you decide to skip it and you decide you'll watch it when it comes to Netflix and you're going to watch it on your TV and you think you have a nice TV, it still ain't nice enough. You need to see this on literally the biggest screen you can with the loudest speakers you can. Um, and even then um, you can probably go bigger. If you, if I see or hear anyone talk about watching this on phones, iPads, or anything like that, I'm going to pick up their object. I'm going to smash it on the fucking what ground. What if they watch it so on don't a plane? I, I'm going to fucking plummet that plane straight to the ground, right? I don't want to hear no shit about watching this on small ass, baby ass screens, because you, you don't have time or whatever else. Guess what? Pay a fucking babysitter. I don't care. Like, I ain't got time for your fucking problems. I ain't got time. Time for your shit, right? This movie and everything that went into making this and shooting it the way it is, you are absolutely uh, right. You're doing this entire film injustice and everyone that worked on it watching this on your little baby ass phone screens and fucking Ash's 50 inch fucking HD TV at home. Like, that is disgusting. That is absolutely despicable. Um, this, I think this, this film is probably the first action movie since Mad Max Fury Road where I was like, I haven't seen something like that. Like, I actually truly felt like I was watching action scenes that I haven't seen before. Like, and not, that's not to say I can't watch an action movie where I'm like, that was a cool car chase or like, that was a really cool car chase or, you know, like, that was a cool fight. Like, but I'm like, I've seen fights. It's just, yeah, it was a really good fucking fight. And that's not the thing. But like, I remember watching Mad Max Fury Road for the first time. And it was like, I've never seen anything like this. Like, this is fucking insane. Um, the last act of this movie, like... I'm like I've never seen th- like no one's ever shot anything like this before because they're doing everything like legit. Like mm. there's just an element to it that you've never has never been captured um, on camera before, and I, that's I mean that was literally the, the the sole reason Tom wanted the only reason he would come back and do it that way, and it absolutely pays off. Um, I think that that final act is so like is a epitome of like what blockbusters should be. Um, I was like it was making me anxious. It was like sort of edge of seat, you know, like it is like a sort of thrilling action scene. Like you just don't get anymore. Um, and even when you think like things are, for a second, there I was like, oh man, this is about to come silly when they're about to like, when they steal the plane that then I'm like, this is about to be, be silly, but it didn't play. It was like a five minute scene. And then they're, they're back up in there. Cause like, for a second, I'm like, are they going to like take people out and take their guns? And I'm like, that's not what you are. They're like, you're Navy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I was like, is this about yeah. to turn into fucking, yeah, some of the Tom Cruise franchise, but it's fine. That was the one second, the one moment I sort of wavered for a moment. I thought it was about to be into silly season, but no, this movie is absolutely fantastic.
1: Yeah, I concur. This is fantastic. I agree. It needs to be seen in cinemas with sound as loud, loud as possible, sound that's like causing your seat to vibrate uh, on biggest screen as possible. Uh, what they've done here is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's as simple as that. Um, it's the co- it is the fulfillment of the promise of the original Top Gun. It's like the technology is finally, the filmmaking technology is finally there for them to properly pull off that story
0: i feel Uh, like it's technology and everything but also people willing to go there you know people willing to do it this way primarily tom cruise Tom Cruise, yes as a producer i know everyone likes to be like oh he's not the director he was like this film without tom being like i'll only come back and do it if you do it this way not to like i think it's directed really well and obviously um what's his face the director joseph whatever his name is like deserves all credit but there's like an element of People like Tom being the ones that like, we need to yeah. do it this way, that's the, the reason the film gets and, here, and as well know, as technology. Obviously
1: Joseph Kaczynski's worked with Tom Cruise before and knows. Yeah. So and then you've also got Chris Macquarie working on the script as well. So I mean and I'm sure producer Tom well, Cruise yeah. has a lot of fingerprints all over this. Um, yeah, I think uh, it's I think it's much more of an action film than the first one. Whereas that was kind of like a romance movie with an action elements thrown in. This one is definitely action movie first.
0: Because uh, you don't have it's, the, the finale that this one gives you in the first movie.
1: It, it's not as satisfying. The big difference no. is they've got a clear goal in this. Yeah. Whereas in the first one, it's like, they're going to flight school for a year. You know, let's see what shenanigans happen. Um, yeah. This one has like, they've got this clear mission, this crazy mission. <laughs> That they need to pull off like an absurdly and, crazy mission,
0: but and it makes the training exercise for a viewer. Um, you understand what they're practicing and trying to achieve a lot more mm. compared to the first film, where they're it's just like, like flying, they just around. flying around. You hear yeah. people like winning and losing, but you don't. We like we discussed it in this podcast, like we didn't understand how people were winning or losing, like what was even going on. Whereas here, I knew a lot more because with the intercuts of the you know the 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 fake radar picture for the, the track they would have to take. And, you know, you, could visualize what the, what they were practicing. And even when Tom Cruise was taking them all out, you can clearly understand that he was just outmaneuvering every single one of them and shooting them. So. Like. Yeah.
1: I think it's, that's an interesting element of it, that. He'd like fighting dog fighting is just like a thing that doesn't happen anymore and hasn't mm-hmm. happened for several
0: years. Um, he, in fact, the film states, he was the last person to have a dog fight.
1: Yeah. Yeah
0: yeah which is like we have a bunch I like <laughs>
1: yeah, um, I think Tom Cruise is fantastic, he's like very charming and like he you know he he's constantly giving that look, you know, even when he's not trying to, um I think,
0: yeah, it's the only look he has,
1: only look he has one <laughs> I don't know whether that's a jab at his acting career or <laughs> 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 um yeah, I think it's an interesting arc of him, you know still wrestling with the demons from Top Gun Uh and kind of being this uh relic of the past who's like trying to hold on to his way of life as long as possible. I love the opening of this f- film with him being a test pilot. for This crazy Blackbird space, like <laughs> Mark 10 plane yeah. thing. Trying to get Mark 10 to help with their funding, make sure they all keep their jobs or whatever.
0: You not know, the funniest thing is about that scene too is there's that one shot of like the plane when he's at like nine point five or something like a big wide one where you can see the 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 trail or whatever you call that yeah, you know it's like so as beautiful. he's is he doing a U turn it's like beautiful obviously CGI like this beautiful sort of CGI shot because I presume they're not actually flying a plane that fast because I assume is, Tom Cruise is not flying a plane yeah yeah ten yeah it's like but then I was seeing in retrospect I'm like this film has such like it does it, like. It starts the film with this fantastic CGI shot and like everything like that, and it's beautiful. And then the last act of the movie is like close-ups, primarily like primarily real shit, like with Mm. effects and everything. But like it's funny how it has both. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but you know he has to go over the over the limit. You know, that's just maverick. It's like he could have stopped when it got to mark ten, but he had to keep going. And then he blew up the plane.
0: This film's quite funny too. Like it is also quite funny. Yeah, it's very. It's a lot funnier than the first one. And in general, for um, blockbusters, more and in the intentionally where to- funny. Yeah. In a, yes, <laughs> and in a world where we talk about like Marvel films, like the, not getting humour right, or even DC, or like Star Wars films, like these other big blockbuster franchises, like the films' humour undermining the, the the action stuff. I feel like all the humour in this is like spot on. Even to the point like when him and um. Uh, what's Marcel's Hell's character's call sign? Rooster. Rooster. Him and Rooster like land and Tom Cruise like pushes him over. Yeah. And it's like this really intense thing after the helicopter and all that. And he's like, What were you thinking? You told me not to think. Like it's yeah. it's funny and it <laughs> works. And then it cuts to literally that scene of the binoculars. Like he being be like, No. Like it's, <laughs> it." I think all the humor was like spot on. I think it worked really yeah, well.
1: Even just my, know, my, my like-
0: cinema was like, Nearly full, I'd say like nine times. probably there was a few empty seats, but um, it was like all, all the laughs hit, like everyone, especially there was a girl behind me who was a very loud laugher and she found a lot <laughs> quiet. All the jokes hit her for sure. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, all the setting expectations and, you know. Uh, in fact, the- her
0: favourite joke, I think, if I was thinking about the, the loudest she got, was him walking in to that bar at the start of the movie and when that kid goes, earth, and she lost it. So. <laughs> 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 I mean, th- 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 it's fair. <laughs> <Keep laughs> borrow Miles Teller.
1: What do we think of Miles as the son of Goose? Um, I-, I read somewhere some someone thought it was a bit too on the nose that he looks too much like Goose in his movie. No, I, think I don't a- think
0: was- I think that's a bad criticism. I mean, he
1: opened. He kind of- <laughs> the first shot of him is in a Hawaiian shirt and yeah. He's obviously got the mustache and similarish hair, yeah. so
0: I think he's really good in this. I think I sort of expected him to be a lot I didn't expect much of him because I can't couldn't picture Miles Teller in this sort of role. Um again, I feel like he doesn't get as much as maybe he could have used a little bit more to like build on him. But it just like the film is primarily well, it is all just from Maverick's point of view. So you never like mm. see him by himself like Never get to hear him mulling over or, like, stressing over the night he's had, like, when Maverick shows up or anything. So, I understand to a degree it's all from Maverick's point of view. But for what we do get from him, I think he does a good job of portraying that initial sort of... Well, the first time you see him in the bar, you get to see that element of Goose in him. Especially, you can see his his father's son. And Mm -hmm. then, from there, you get to see him uh, be this pilot who's, like, sort of doubtful of himself and... Everything like that, and yeah. the, the friction, and then the, the I think the best thing about it is that you do buy into their relationship by the end. That it means like by time they're nearly about to die. Like, I remember, like, you know, I was like, oh shit, like they're fucked. Like, and then you know, when the plane's going up and they got no more, um, no more flares Couldn't left. Yeah, no, no, no. Right, right. Then when they're out of flares, and then um, Hangman comes in and saves them at the last. Yeah, they couldn't. get the ejector seat there. open there. Yeah, and the ejector seat. out, I was like, oh shit! Like I was like, but yeah, I, I, it's the fact you like they
1: already did the fake out once. <laughs>
0: so. I know, and I was still like, fuck! Like it's, he's really going to make him go for all that just to um, have him die. Right? I was, I was in. But yeah, the, I feel like I definitely brought into their their relationship, and that's because he does a good job at portraying the, the two of them do a good job playing off one another. Yeah,
1: so. absolutely. I think, yeah, the growth over the course of the film was a joy to watch. Martell is great. Uh, Martell is having a bit of a resurgence, you know, with this and the offer. You know, he had a bit of a bad rap a few years ago, but yeah, uh, yeah really enjoying him and stuff lately. Um, I I think something was discussed on the spoiler cast and I'm really glad it didn't pay, if it didn't work out that way, was why they were upset with each other. It turns out that Maverick like took, Got, took his papers out, so he couldn't join the Naval Academy. Because
0: uh, the, the trailers made it sound like he was upset about, still his, father's upset about death. his father's death. And yeah, I was saying like, that doesn't make sense, because his mum would have said n- no, like would have told him that's not a thing. So I like the reason that he's actually upset, and I liked especially, there was a degree of like, when you first hear it, you're like, why would he do that? Like, maybe he's just trying to protect him, but even then, I'm like, that's a bit, like, maybe that's a bit much. And then you have that reveal with um, Jennifer Connelly, penny right mm-hmm. yeah in the bed there where he says that it was because um he it was a promise he made to um his mom on her deathbed and um and then when she asks why didn't tell her and you know um hates whatever he says about it. he hates me why make it worse for her like i feel like that made everything make sense like yeah you, you got it at that point yeah yeah it all makes sense you know
1: they came together and then you know they're on the f- aircraft character and they're like we'll talk later it's like
0: oh I th- I was like, from that moment, when yes. he was on that, as soon as they got on the ship, I was like, Tom Cruise is dying. Maverick's dying. <laughs> and especially when they said that line, we'll talk later. I'm like, no, you won't, because you're going to die. And then, yeah, when he came in and saved him, I'm like, you what? You what? You what? he's going to fucking die. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: we were a generous gun like. how do we feel about the romance in this? I think, you know. It's it's not as heavy handed as the first one. It's like kind of subtly told. Uh, I think Jennifer Connelly does a great job with what she's given. Uh, you know, I'll, I appreciate that they clearly have history, uh, and you know she's very slow to let him in. But yeah, I thought it was well, a solid love story for a movie that's primarily an action movie.
0: I yeah, quite. I think Jennifer Connelly has a, a great presence in the film. She's like much like the um the first film she's the love interest that quite often like brightens up the scene and everything like that a very lively character um mm-hmm. i and yeah i liked that the choice was we will get someone that's closer to tall Cruise's age and not like bring in a new romance that he romances and meets in this film instead it is a uh, someone who is more his age already has a daughter is someone from his past they haven't seen other for three years they're rekindling this romance you, you get the you get the hint that they had like really liked one another but uh, maverick fucked it up and um that's why the daughter at that one stage says like don't break her heart again and stuff like such yeah. a
1: yeah another solid laugh but also heartbreaking
0: moment it was a laugh and then you're like oh shit!" <laughs> yeah so no i, I liked it because it made you like it took a moment you know when she starts talking you quickly you, as you're watching the film, you you're like, oh, this history there, and you you start building that helps you get more on board quickly. Instead of yeah, I would I think if they'd made the choice to introduce a new character, some younger girl, you know, as the the poster, which they would have if they made this in the 80s, to be totally fair, that that's a like something that's way different between now and if they made this sequel in the 80s, they would have just got. Some Would've younger been, no. girl, Aren't like, poster model. Yeah, pure. yeah it just for the sake of it. I, I appreciate that there's, like, an adult relationship here, you know, like, more portrayed adult relationship, not just a romance. Uh,
1: how do we feel about the rest of the flight crew? Obviously, you've got uh, Glenn Powell, Tang Man. Um, that's a list.
0: Look, he's the only one I'm going to remember, to be honest. <laughs> Monica like,
1: Barrow Bob- is Phoenix. Uh, Lewis Pullman is Bob. I think those I are the main three.
0: Else. Yeah. Or it's, like, it's the girl, Bob, Hangman. Rooster. The one that passed out. Coady. No. Yeah. Right? Yes. That's it. Sure. That's how, that's how I would name it. I him. mean, there's Fanboy
1: and <laughs> Payback, but... They-
0: yeah. yeah. But obviously, Hangman's the Iceman equivalent. Um, it's, it's crazy that...
1: Apparently that role wasn't in the movie. Yeah, like apparently Glenn I was reading was up that, for the same role uh, as Miles Teller's Miles Teller. role, yeah. And they're like, no, he's so good, we need to stick him in the movie. So yeah,
0: I can't he, imagine he's him, a, down him He plays that. He plays the role perfectly. But much like Iceman, Iceman in the first film, you sort of like hate him at first, but then like he's cocky, but in a different way. Which is the yes. funny thing. Like Iceman was a team player like, through and through, and Maverick was the solo one going off and all this sort of stuff, whereas Hangman is has a lot of characteristics uh, similar oh, to Iceman, Maverick. and I even feel like his, like the way he looks and, like, sort of gives those snide smiles is similar to yeah. Iceman, but he is the complete opposite in that he he goes off and he's just like, I'm so good, I'll ditch my wingman. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think, yeah, and I love his helmet, you know, <laughs> the call sign, the Hangman, but with the... Like it's actual hangman and the missing A's. Yeah. So, <laughs> just a small clever touch. Um, but yeah, they're all solid and obviously they're all like flying, which is freaking crazy. They're actually flying those planes. I think it's the. I think it's when they're doing the the sudden rise. I guess when they're hitting the G's, and it's like that's when you can really tell that they they're in those planes because <laughs> mm. you can't act the no. you can't act your face scrunching back i
0: want to know i want to know i can't wait to watch behind the scenes because like so mm. they're on the plane I, where's the person flying it when they're doing that definitely Because I, I don't think i don't think they're fully flying it right they're flying it as far as i'm aware Are they, i thought i didn't know if they would be for all that stuff i th- i assume tom was but like i know they're in the plane but i kind of assume for some of the more intense stuff maybe they had someone else like they switched it so they someone else was flying it from the back. I mean, f- I don't
1: know. Mm, maybe. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, I understand what you mean, but uh, yeah. or well, they could have just like you know, faked some of the intense stuff. Yeah. I guess.
0: Yeah. Look, if they if they're flying on at all points, fucking more power to them. I can't wait to watch the behind the, the scenes and find out what what shots are what. And then there was like a featurette that came out on YouTube earlier today, where as one of like the actual like you know like a, an actual pilot in their army dude or whatever talking about Tom Cruise flying and saying he's like Tom Cruise does that really close to the, the ground, shot, you know, like 300 feet above sort of thing. And um, even this dude saying he's never done anything like that and Tom Cruise is crazy. So, like, <laughs> like it's, um,
1: yeah. I think Tom Cruise is crazy. A pretty safe yeah. sentiment to get across. Mm. Um, also, you've got, uh, who was it? John Hammers, Vice Admiral, Bo Cyclone, Simpson. Uh, yeah. Chris Monell is Rear Admiral Solomon Warlock Bates, who's uh, a commander at the Naval Academy. Uh, but then also Ed Harris. Well, Ed Harris has a short cameo, uh, yeah. pretty much doing mirroring the opening of Top Gun, pretty much. Yeah, it's almost a verbatim speech yeah. to when he was sent to Top Gun. Uh, but my, you know, see, you know, the silent MVP of this movie, Bashir. So Salahuddin as chief warrant officer for Bernie Hondo Coleman, uh, Tom Cruise's sidekick.
0: <laughs> yes, this in time. It's good. You know the part where he catches the ball. By the way, no fucking volleyball. <laughs> no, I think we do that. Yeah, I was like, I don't and know the, if they were hiding it, but
1: I think the other improvement here is there was a purpose for the football For
0: the the sport. Yes, that's the thing. Yes, Two, that was like actually reason they're playing
1: tactics yeah. and working on the teamwork.
0: Tom Cruise pulls him out to le- le- practice the teamwork. I'm like, yes, this actually makes sense now. Um, but yeah, when he catches that ball there and then they all go for him, I'm like, oh, what a great moment. And then also the the end part where he says, like, it's been honest. Wait, Tom Cruise, uh, Maverick's like, but don't see you again. Like, you know, yeah. all that sort of stuff. And- mm. Or even the ride at the start where um, uh, he's like, Maverick's pretending like yep. as Ed Harris comes in and stuff like that. He's like, oh, we have communication issues. Has anyone offered you a cup of tea yet? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah pretty fantastic um yeah anything else feel like we need to discuss I can't
0: um I mean I was like I when the movie started it had straight over had the the, the, the like the theme and then oh, also yeah, the throughout great music yeah, use yeah it's, what we it's think? everything you loved about the music of the first film it's like they just did it again like they didn't even try em. okay the two important things I've remembered
1: how do we feel about Lady Gaga's sing- song at the end?
0: Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I mean, it's song. not it's not a it's not it's gonna be it's not gonna be super memorable. I don't think anyone are gonna no, be thinking about it. But I think it's Oscar, fine. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's good. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Val Kilmer. Yeah.
1: In this movie, surprisingly, given his medical condition. Uh but yeah, even you know, typing, he has a lot of gravitas and it's like
0: really moving their conversation. It's on the face. On the face, all in the face, on the face, and he delivers lines. I'm glad he gets to deliver lines too, because I'm. I feel like a lot of people still don't understand like what he went through and like where he's at as a like in recovery. So I, I feel like for anyone who's like doesn't look it up or watch that documentary and stuff, hearing him actually deliver lines and understand, you know, like he isn't on his deathbed, he isn't like incapable of talking. You know, I feel like it's good for him as a as an actor as well to. For, for him to be in a big movie like this, because he's been in other movies, but they've always been like fucking straight to DVD sort of esque releases over the last couple of years, but nothing mm. as big as this. So, um, yeah, it was really, really good to have him in this. I think they did justice to him and the character that was well loved from the first film, and he has a, a, a great scene. And, um, yeah, both good for the character and for Val as an actor, I think. Yeah. I think it's a send off, beautiful yeah. send off. So,
1: yeah. His, I guess this will be the question that's probably going to come up. If this is very successful, which we assume it will be. Do we go to Top Gun
0: 3? No, I hope. Fuck no. I hope not. <laughs> this is magic in a bottle. And there's no reason. There's no, absolutely no reason to do another one. Yeah. You can't replicate this. That's the thing, like.
1: Yeah, I think you're right.
0: Just yeah. leave it. It's fine. If you, if you love this and you like the action... Can I interest you in a franchise called Mission Impossible? And can we can get excited for Dead Reckoning Part One? Come on, like. But what about fighter planes? I don't know. Who knows? There might be fighter planes in it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I watch the teaser trailer. There's nearly everything else in it. Fucking horses, cars, bikes, like swords, jet plane. Yeah. Patches, just add something yeah. else. Why does it matter? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sword <laughs> fights. Yeah. Come on, like li- you've added jet plane to that trailer. You'd be like, sure, why not? Like <laughs> at that stage. Not? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah I don't think we need a Top Gun 3 I don't I Tom Cruise doesn't seem like the type he'll just do a movie because no he doesn't need to it's been successful so uh, it's fucking
0: rich as fuck
1: and uh, yeah I don't know if they'd be willing to risk doing what they did for this movie again because it is kind of several miracles all run, running together much like the movie the plot of the movie
0: yeah I mean, he's 60 now Right, so yeah, or about to be sixty. Either way, he's sixty this year, I think. So he's getting old. Like, I mean,
1: <laughs> you could, but they would have to move away from Tom Cruise. It would have to be the younger fighter pilots, like hanging out or
0: yeah. And at that stage, does down. anyone care? No,
1: maybe no. I would watch a movie of just Hangman, like being cocky. For like ninety minutes.
0: I mean, he's doing other movies. Like it's, it's yeah, I just I mean, it,
1: yeah. Like, uh, it, it's going to be the question that people ask after, you know. I just if don't it think up like being there's a any, huge movie. Yeah.
0: It was thirty-two years or whatever. There's no need to rush out. And the first film was a massive box office success, and it took him thirty-two years or however long it was to make this one.
1: Mm-hmm. We're good. Yeah, we're good. I also appreciate the end credit sequence where it's just it's very much mirroring the original, uh, and the dedication
0: out of Tony Scott that was nice as well. That was nice. It's old school credit sequence. I mean, it's like eighties credit sequence. Yeah. Why not? Eighties, nineties credit sequences. Why I like the Scream. Uh, Scream Five also had a well, Scream had a um like a nineties horror movie credit sequence. I love they're making a comeback this year. Um, watching these movies all yeah. these. Like, you go to a credit sequence, and you just have the people's faces, and you know, like, sometimes it's like outtakes, or like someone who's playing a badass is like smiling or laughing, you know, like, so it's yeah. like, oh, guys, like, and it sums up, like, their names. That, ah! <laughs> like, I miss those. We're getting, t- I've got two this year. Bring them back.
1: Bring out, bring back new credit sequences. Mm. Not just the not just the Marvel stuff where it's like fancy. Yeah, I want these credit animation. sequences. Let's, let's,
0: yeah. let's, let's get rid of the after credits. They're done.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, let's know what you thought of Talk Maverick by going to explosion.com slash Twitter, let us know on Twitter, or jump into Discord at explosion.com slash Discord. If you want to help us out here at What Do Wanna Watch, if it's a review, Apple Podcasts, Podchase, or, or just tell people about the show, or leave us five stars any anyway, week and leave five stars. And if you really like this episode, thought it's worth a dollar, head on over to our Ko-fi page at explosion.com slash support. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time. Watching stuff, I guess.
0: Someone's not coming back from this. Those are your pilots. Anything happens to them. You will never forgive yourself. No turning back now. Come on! Jesus! Having any fun yet? Come no.